You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 64. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omiletia Lubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So, turn up the volume in your car. This is a good earbuds session that is just me and you. Let's grab something to drink. It is summertime, so water is a good thing. And let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by our newest resource available, the Alejo's Guide to Godparents. Inside of Alejo's 101, there's a great, great, great new framework to a challenge that is one of the first ones that any and pretty much every person will encounter, and that is how to get a godparent. For you, if you are the person who does not have a godparent, (laughs) I have created the Alejo's Guide to Godparents. This is a brand new, createdly for you because it has to be the answer of the how to get one, the what is it that I need to do. And as many times as we talk about it, there's always a question. Well, how do I get one? Well, what exactly does that mean for me? And there are many questions that this topic also comes up with. So this has video, this has audio, and it basically gives you the keys on how to get a godparent. Why do you need this? Because no matter what you want to do in these traditions, anything you want to do, you will need someone to help you, to guide you, to uplift you. And if you need to initiate, you cannot do it without this one thing, which is that important. So how do you get your hands on it? Go to arishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti and click on the image that says, finally, your guide to choosing the right godparent. Watch that quick video. And if it resonates with you, get it because it's an amazing opportunity that has come from your questions, from your experiences, and from our desire to see more folks finding exactly where they belong. With that, let's get this episode going. This episode is one that skipped the line. It was supposed to be something else, but this one skipped the line, and which is why there is a delay on the podcast this week. There's a delay because I was going to add a Ask a Priest just to be on time, but something has kept coming up, coming up. And not that it just started. No, this has always happened. But recently, there has been such an influx of this topic that I said, you know what? I am going to chuck that for the now, put it on hold, and we are going to talk about why cold referrals can interrupt your spiritual 
progress or process. And I, I wrote that down and I put that in slash because I couldn't say just progress because some of you have not even moved a needle from nothing to nothing. But this also has to do with the process of you moving that needle. So I'm going to leave that there for our discussion. I am going to start with a story. You know, I like stories. But I'm going to have no names to this story. I get a message or an email. Hi, please help me. I live in, okay, so you all know that I used to live in New York and now I live in North Carolina. So I get this. Actually, I got this recently, so maybe I should do that verbatim, but I'm not. Hi, I'm in North Carolina and I really need a godparent and can you refer me to somebody? I just need to be part of the community. Can you refer me to somebody? I'm ready. And I was about to, it's not like there are no communities in the Charlotte area, for example, for this particular example. It's, it's, it's not that. It's the question of, hi, please help me. I'm living in XYZ. I need a godparent. I need a reading. Send me to someone. I need to be in the community. I'm ready. I need it now. If this is you, please don't roll your eyes. I can feel your eyes rolling from here, from my desk. Truth is, it's very common. We see it in the Facebook community, the Arisha Wisdom community. I see it in my emails, right? The Arisha Wisdom emails. I see it in my inbox. I've even seen it in my Instagram messages. Yeah, I see. I heard your podcast. I think it's great. Refer me to somebody. Can I come see you? Or can can you send me to somewhere? I need it. And... I, I'm pausing because I'm trying to say this the nicest possible, possible way. And this is not an all fulfilling per se, right? This is not an all, this is not everything in this conversation. I just want us to begin to talk about it. And I'm going to apologize in advance because it's going to seem kind of rough what I'm about to say. The truth is, I don't know you. I may not know that priest. I may know about the priest. I may have spoken to that priest a couple of times, even on the phone, because we're cool. We're part of the community. There are a lot of priests that I really, really do absolutely admire and I love in our community, but I don't know them. As a priest... I don't know you, and I don't know them as a priest. So I cannot try to make a good match if I don't know you both. I'll explain. There are different styles. Some priests may be very strict. Some may, some may be very friend-like, like they want to be your friend. Some do not like to teach, like, hi, take some notes, but you learn by showing up. Some like to teach. Some will ramble on for hours and hours on the stuff that they, they, they feel so passionate about it that they ramble on and on and on. That's their style. And that's just some of the styles. That's not all the styles. There are some that don't even talk and you just have to watch and hope you picked up something. But some people swear by that. Then we are 
going to the ethics portion. There are some priests who are by the book. Let me see. I need a book sound. Let me see. Can you hear that? By the book. <laughs> some priests are by the book. And they will adhere to the book at all possible cost. If you deviate from the book, they will close the book on you. Some priests are like that. Some priests are a little off the book, like they will do what is necessary, but they don't do everything by the book. That doesn't mean that it's wrong. It's just that if they have to do, I don't know, something, I, I, I really don't want to get into that, but there's like a long way where you mention all of these things, but they are like, you know what, let's just do the shortened version. We're going to get this done this way. Some priests are like that. Some priests have to do with the ethics of their lineage. And of course, all priests adhere to their lineage, at least the honest ones, of course. They adhere to their lineages. Some priests, they're like, oh, I saw this on this other line. I want to try it. And they kind of go deviate. Some people will, you should see my face. <laughs> Some people are like, ah, you shouldn't do that. And some people are like, you know, I really found that that was helpful. There's that. So we're, and that's just some of the aspects of the ethics. Then we're talking about preferences. There are some priests that treat everyone the same. No matter who or where you are, they are going to treat you the same. And there are some priests that they will take, oh, that's me adjusting the mic. I'm so sorry. There we go. There are some priests that they will treat you differently by who you are. So Alejos, on the most part, will always get away with murder because they don't know any better. Um, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about um, the preferences of somebody. Like some people are more careful with women. Right? Some priests are just a little more tender with women and they're very rough on their male godchildren. It's just preferences. It's just, oh my God, there's so many examples, but it's just preferences. And then we got to talk about lifestyle. There are some priests, they smoke pot and they find that it's okay. And they'll smoke pot with you. And they think that that's okay. There's some that will accept someone who is not straight. This is gay, binary, non-binary, and all of those, transsexual, all of, there's some priests that will accept that. There are some priests that will not. There are some priests that if you are living with someone who is not married, they won't talk to you. And it's just their preference on the lifestyle. So now we're going to go back to what I was saying, which I was saying, please don't, don't roll your eyes on me. I don't know you. And I may not know everything about that priest. So I'm not able to make a great match or even try to make a great match. And here's a piece of truth. And this for all the initiated priests who are out there, I am hoping that this will relieve you a bit because this is what I've come to find out. And I didn't quite understand that because my my husband has been in these traditions for, from what I understand now, it's over 40 years. And he 
it's like, yeah, why don't you read this person? Why don't you read that person? Why don't you help that person? And the truth is that it's not an even match. And there's something that I understand now. And that's kind of sucky because I had to come to it on my own. I have heard it not only from people that I know. I've seen it on chats. I've spoken to other priests about this. So here's a piece of truth for everybody. If things don't work out between that priest and you, who we've referred you to, then that priest, the one who made the referral, is usually blamed. Yeah, don't say, I would never do that. Trust me, it has happened. And then a reputation can be tarnished, which is a big reason why priests will not do a blind referral from the net, from a message, from an email, from, you know, a DM and all that stuff. And it's not that we don't want to help you. So I know that I've, I, I have done it. And how I did that is because it wasn't a blind person. This is a student of Alejo's 101. So I had gotten to know her because we tend to have weeks of, live calls and I've gotten to know her over time. And I said, you know, I really think that she could just use a reading. I'm going to refer her to somebody I know, but oh my God, did I drill? I'm not responsible for what happens. Please use your senses. Please, you know, please, 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 please understand that it may not work, but at least you're getting that reading. Understand that it may not work. Like I drilled that as much as I could. Because I don't know what is going to happen. Because even though this person was my student, I still didn't know her on a personal level. Like they've been over to my house several times and they know my kids and we've done Christmas gifts. You know what I mean? Like that level for me to say, you know, you would really be a great match for this priest. You understand what I'm saying? I want to... Let you know, this is what I've seen. A person may think that they're ready, but they're not. And you're like, I know you're screaming right now. Yes, I am. How do you know that? You don't know what's going on inside of me. I, I, I can hear it. I, I, I can hear it right now. But it's not that. It's you may think you're ready. You may believe it but you're not. And I'm not just talking to you. I'm remembering what I went through. I really thought I was ready. I mean, I really thought I was ready, but I wasn't. I wasn't. And that I'm so glad that even though I was able to get my readings, I really was, I was able to get my readings. I did not do anything like getting beads and going through major initiations without truly knowing the responsibility of what that was going to be like. Because truth is, I wasn't ready. I was ready for my readings. I think everybody's ready for their readings and to get their spiritual stuff done, but not for that Introducing the wrong person to someone who thinks they are ready can be, and I wrote this in really big letters, disastrous. I really did. Maybe I should take a picture, but disastrous. Because what's going to happen is when you think you're ready 
and you're like, oh, you know, you send out an email like, really, I'm just or, you know, I've had somebody and I, I feel so bad because I really want to help. I, it's like we as priests, and I can say this on the most of us, because some people become priests for ourselves only. Like we are told in our itas, Ocha is just for you and not for anyone else. This is for your salvation. You're not going to be doing readings. You're not going to be doing whatever. It's just for you. We're not talking about those. We're talking about pretty much everybody else. We want to help. We want to help. But if we step in to give a referral to someone who thinks they're ready, who is a stranger to another stranger, it just doesn't, it rarely leads to something great because you may be thinking, oh my God, this is so great. I got Baba so-and-so's name. This is awesome. This is a sign. This is a sign. And so you jump in, you rush, and then you are not learning because you jumped in to big commitments that honestly, it wasn't your time for those big commitments. Trying, I'm going to put it to you another way. And I wish that I would have been told this a long time ago because it would have kind of, I've shared my story. I have, and I really wanted to do it and I didn't, right? And I've already explained, I almost had three godparents before mine and I, I didn't, something stopped me, but the whole time was a mental suffering game. Oh my God, I could have totally done this with this person. Why didn't I do it? And I was beating myself up. I wish I would have understood this part that I'm about to share. Because of that, it would have saved me those, you know, when you're alone, that's when you beat yourself up a lot. And this would have saved me from that. Trying to push your process when you're not ready is almost like a slap in the face to all of those spiritual forces that are already working on your behalf. It's like, you going to your great-great-grandmother, right? Because by now, you are beginning to understand that you can have a relationship with your ancestors. Right now, you don't need initiation for that. So, and if not, I hope that we can definitely chat about that because there are a lot of resources that we can provide to help you with that. But let's say you already have your boveda, right? Let's just say that. You have your boveda and you don't have issue yet. You don't have, you know, Eshu, and you're like, oh my God, Eshu, and great-great-grandma, um, I don't know, I need a great-great-grandma, I don't have a name, and you know, all the other spirits, please, please, please help me, I need to find the right person for me in this spiritual path. But a month passes, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months, blah, 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 time is passing, and you're like, oh my God, they're not listening, and then you go to the internet, and you bing, 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 you start sending messages to, you know, every of the 175 Orisha groups that you're part of. And then you start messaging the admins and you start messaging the priests. Like, hey, I'm living in so-and-so. I would like to do whatever. Um, please, 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 can you help me? I'm looking for somebody. I'm looking for a godparent. I'm looking for a reading. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. And then it's like you 
go around them. And I can just imagine that they must be like, hey, but didn't you ask me for help? I'm working on it. Oh, but since you think you could do a better job, then you handle it. Okay, maybe that's not what happens on the other side. But I'm just thinking that you've already asked for the help. I don't know what happens on the spiritual realm, but things do happen. So I kind of think of it like that. Like, hey, you asked for help. So um, let them handle it. You keep asking like, okay, I'm, I'm still asking. I'm still here. Help me, help me, help me. I'm going to let you know that it's probably not the answer that you wanted, but I wanted you to know that these are real things that happen within our community where it involves alejos or even aborishas, people who have received something and now they're like, well, I don't have a godparent anymore. They died, they moved, they went to another planet. Give me a referral. I live in here. We are not the yellow pages. Yes, you millennials don't know what yellow pages are, but we are not a, a section of <laughs> of a phone number. We're not a, a, a quarry of phone numbers. And we want to. We do know priests. We do. But if we do, we are going to interrupt your process. I'm going to share with you something. And this story has always baffled me in a great way. So no surprise, we have Alejos 101. It is a program. It's seven weeks. It's all that great stuff. And it teaches you all that goodness so that Alejos don't become these little deer without, you know, on headlights that they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what's coming up. They don't know what choices they have. They don't know all these things. And so this person took the program. And she would show up to many, 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 many of our weekly calls. I'm looking for somebody. I don't know when it's going to happen. I'm losing faith. And And then she would show up and she showed up. She showed up a lot. And then she stopped. She came back. She's like, I can't wait for tonight's call. I can't wait. I can't wait. And I'm like, all right, I can't wait to have you. (laughs) We can't wait to have you. And she tells us the story on how, you know, she has been very disappointed for a really, really long time. And she's like, well, this is never going to happen to me, but yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay. She goes, but I got some news. She said, well, I was visiting my mom, her next door neighbor. She was going to be having some party, but my mom couldn't go. So they were like, well, would you like to go? And she's like, yeah, sure, I'll go. I'm doing the short, you know, omelette version, by the way. (laughs) She didn't say that that excitingly. That's just me. Like, sure, I'll go. She's like, okay, so you know where we live, right next door. Um, But yeah, come to the basement of the building. Okay, I'll go when, oh, Saturday or Friday or whenever. Okay, I think it was on a Friday. Or Saturday, I don't know, but it was a weekend. And so she shows up and she goes, yeah, so here's a t-shirt, put this on. And when she goes, people smoke cigars and it's like, oh yeah, it's like the drummers are going. She's like, this is awesome. And come to find out that this lady is now wearing a t-shirt and is in a Palo Majombe drumming event. And here's the Here's the kicker. Wherever there are paleros, santeros are closely by. Many paleros are santeros, which means you're always going to know somebody. And many paleros know santeros. So you are going to, or orishas, okay? And so you're going to know orisha people just 
because you are in proximity with them because usually they know each other because the community is is big but very small at the same time and she cracks up she's like and can you believe it they were right next door right next door who knew who knew and it I always think of that story and I'm so glad that she was so excited to share because as frustrating as it was it was over a year of frustration. She was very frustrated. I can't find it was right next door, but the timing was just not there. She never knew. They never discussed it, but now it just happened to pop in. Isn't that like, that's freaking cool. And recently I was told that another of our students at Alejo's 101, she came onto the call. She says, I want to share something. Oh no, I think what she was, oh no, she shared it. She shared it on our Facebook group and she said, I want you to know that now after all this time, I spoke to my aunt and my aunt is in these traditions and she said she's going to help me. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that is so awesome. Because you see, as frustrated as it can be when you don't have somebody and you think, oh my God, it's never going to happen. It does happen. It's like serendipity, Orisha style happens and you find what you need exactly when you need. And I wanted to share that because as a policy, Arisha wisdom does not make referrals. And this was not a decision that was taken lightly. It was because we really want you to go through your, your process, which is just your own. We don't want to rob you of that. And you may think, yeah, they're just hold. I've, I've read this actually. Yeah. They're ignoring me. I've asked so many times and it's not that we don't want to do it. It's just, let's say that, um, uh, everybody, anybody see Mulan? <laughs> I don't know why I came to mind. So I like Mulan. Mulan is one of my favorite Disney movies just because, you know, the rebel girl and she did things that, you know, she was a rebel and she made it through and I love it. So in the beginning, of course, it starts with the funny scene of where she's preparing to see the matchmaker and the matchmaker gets to meet all the girls and they have to pour the tea and they have to do all the things. You almost expect us to be a matchmaker to find you a husband, not a husband, but a priest, but you know what I mean? Like you want us to do that and your style like may not match that husband who's looking for a nice, chunky, curvy girl because you're not. So you, we're put into that position, which if we're doing this blindly and we're making a blind match, it almost never works. It just almost never works. Like 98995 of the times it doesn't work. There's some freak times that it does and it works out, but that's so, so rare. And it's better if I know you, I know you, I know that, you know, you've had a failed marriage. I know that your kids are crazy. I know that your dog just ran off. I know these things. I know you and I know a priest 
who loves dogs and, you know, who's had some challenges with children or has worked with people who have had challenges, that might be a good match even for a reading because they'll understand you. I know both. And so when you're reaching out on the internet, hey, I'm so-and-so, I need a godparent, or I just need a reading, please help me, I know you know some people. We do, but we don't know you. And part of the process for you to have progress is to get to know people. What happened with me in the beginning is that it was this Babalao. I don't want to mention his name, but I love him. He's he's still super cool. He he said, I'm going to introduce you to somebody, but I have to wait. Do you know it took me more than a year of like coming constantly over into attending whatever it was that I could for him to say, okay, I think I'm ready to kind of introduce you to somebody. I, I kind of have a feel for you. I know XYZ Priest. I think he's going to be a good match. We just have to wait and see and more waiting happened. Why that is so important is because I had to, I didn't know this at the time, but I was paying my dues. I was paying my dues in getting to know this priest, but I didn't know that's what it was. For me, I just wanted to be around this. Anything that had to do with what? Elegbo, Batsala, Oshun, Alokung, this is great, I want to do it. So for me, I wanted to just be in it. So I'm like, what are you doing? Do you know of anything? Anybody has any drummings? I want to know. I want to come. Anything that I can attend, can I help? And so at that point, he got to know me. He got to know that I was very young. I asked a ton of questions. I was extremely energetic. I could break night all night and go to work the next day after doing a bow. So I needed somebody who was going to give me that. And he's like, yeah, this person, I, and I would meet people and I'm like, you know, Baba, like I would, I wouldn't embarrass him in public, you know, but Baba, but isn't that a Santero? Like, why didn't you like introduce me, introduce me? Of course he had introduced me, but not introduce me like, Hey, this could be a good goddaughter. And he wouldn't answer me that way. Cause this is an event. But afterwards, like I would ask him, like I would give him a call. I'm like, I just got to ask you, why didn't you do that? Like I'm hurt. And he's like, you don't want to be with him. And I'm like, well, why not? Well, he doesn't have the energy for you. You're going to run him ragged and you're probably going to annoy him. And he's not going to work with you. And he's not going to work with you because he'll do your abodes, but you need somebody who can take your pace. So that's not a good match. So I'm sharing that experience with you because when we are also making a referral, it's part of our reputation on the line, but we really are trying to make a great match. Now, I understand that some things are urgent and a reading and a boat is the only thing needed. And that's fine. That's totally fine. I think that's a little better. And there are great places that you can go to just for that. Uh, Baba Peter Depaz, he has a great site for that. And he has openly said, you know, I'll gladly if I know somebody, but understand that it's just that I know of that priest. I don't know how they work. I don't know you, but I'll make a match just for a reading. And I think that that's also good to know that that's available. But a lot of people, they're looking to learn. They're looking for a godparent. And that's a little more touchy, that's a little more intense. That's a little more personal. That's a little bit more, 
I'm trying to find the right word, but it's just more unique to try to make that good match. And even if it doesn't work out, at least the best foot was put out there to make a great match between Analejo Nabuisha and a priest. And that's why a lot of us online, yes, we are real people. We eat, we go to the bathroom, we go shopping, we go to work, but we don't like to do that because we want you to go through your process on your time. And I wanted to end it with just one line. When it's time, it's time. You've reached the end of this episode. For show notes, go to orishawisdom.com forward slash 64, number six, four. Remember, I've been saying this and actually I think this month it is coming out. Something very exciting is coming to Orisha Wisdom and it's going to be if you are looking for a spiritual house but haven't found one yet, how about a home before you land on your permanent home? This is going to be super awesome and it is coming and I have abstained from putting a lot of the information, but you know what? I'm just going to put, um, uh, I guess a VIP wait list or something or other on the information links page, which is sarishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti so that you could just go in and sign up for that. And that way you will be the first to know FYI. If you are part of the email list of Orisha Wisdom, you will be the first to know. And also, yes, Orisha Swag is on their way. I wanted to do it on my own personal site, but that may not happen because it just takes a lot of work to transfer all of those pictures over. So what I'm going to do is I am going to just have a couple of launches and this is what's going to happen. I am actually, oh my God, I'm doing this like on the spot. I'm going to launch two things, two things, just two, just two, and you can pre-order them. They're going to be Orisha Wisdom t-shirts and Orisha Wisdom podcast t-shirts, as well as Orisha Wisdom mugs and Orisha uh, wisdom podcast mugs. That is going to be the launch. And you know what? I will do that as a pre-order. And you guys have been asking for fun stuff. They're like, if that shirt comes out, I want it. I want it. I want it. So you can pre-order it. I am going to put that on the, um, link so that you are able to get. So yes, more is coming. I have been also quietly created. Um, let me see. Looking to the right, I have a Yemaya and Chango, and the colors are absolutely beautiful. It's not just a regular blue and white for Yemaya. It's like a blue. Yes, there's blue, but there's like a a teal kind of aqua thing going on and Yamaya is on it and the Chago has two different types of red. It is really cool. And I'm working on this big inlay one, which has different 
backgrounds of green in the back. And I just want to, I think that's going to look amazing on a 13 by 19 piece of art. So there are a lot of things. Oh, and I just made an agungung one. So things are coming. It's just, I wanted to make it all in my personal site, but I don't think it's going to happen right now. But I know that people are like, you know, it's summertime. We want to wear cool stuff. So it's coming. It's coming. And just remember to look into the info link for that because I'll be posting that out. And if you have found that what I do and the content that I create has helped you in any way and you want to and you want to help and fund and I don't know, support (laughs) the podcast, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Ilya Omileti and you will have access to the podcasts before they are published and other perks. We've had live calls. We have had... um, We've had giveaways. Things have been shipped out. People have had fluffy things to wear and fun things have happened. Plus, I expect to have more things that are just for the patrons because I'm very grateful. Um, I'm very grateful. And even if all it is is a dollar, five dollars, whatever, it's so helpful because all of this helps to offset the cost. And I am just beyond grateful. Remember, if you are one of those people who is looking for a godparent, remember to check out the Alejo's Guide to Godparent. And I think it's just an awesome resource and more things are coming with it. So remember to look and click on that tab about godparents and go check that out. Remember to also, if you are on YouTube, to like the episode, share it, share it. Other people could enjoy, especially this one, because this one is applicable to so many people that you can enter your comments there. We can continue the conversation there and click on the little bell icon, subscribe. And that way, whenever there's a new video, which means a new episode, you will be notified. And whenever you can, A review is always, always grateful. I read everything. I mean, I read them right away, but I read every single comment and it's just phenomenal and I'm super, super grateful. I wanted to thank you for hanging out to the very end of this episode. Um, I wanted to know, here's a fun thing. If you actually would love to hear a bloopers reel, because some of it is actually really funny. And it's especially when I'm preparing to do an episode, I'm kind of hooking up the mic. And sometimes my son is next to me like, mom, that that was just crazy (laughs) because I'm trying to listen. And it's funny. If you do want to hear it, let me know and I will make that happen for you. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. We are going to discuss more Ask a Priest questions. Yes, we're going to tackle many of your questions, and we're going to talk about some other topics about the Orisha traditions. I can't wait. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! 
Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed, and until next time.